Welcome to the Right Fight Podcast. I'm Kenny Vaughn, and I'm here with Tammy Vaughn, my beautiful wife, again. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. And um, as you know, we're, we're going through different videos and comments from Instagram, and we're discussing the, uh, you know what came out of that and the questions we had with it. And But the, the mission of it all, as always, is the whole podcast is centered on how to live a loving life. How do we live a loving life? And, and there's, there's a lot of elements to that, and we'd like to try to talk about these specifics, not just generally how you live it. And this question that we used on Instagram is a video that had good engagement and a lot of comments was how to deal with rejection. And uh, I would say more than I expected, really, and because I thought I was the only one that was always dealing with rejection or feeling afraid of of rejection. Um, and, and just to, to kick it off, since you're here with me, Tammy, um, you know, I almost didn't meet you because I was afraid of rejection. Okay, and I get I get a lot of uh, direct messages from young men and sometimes young women that are in this like like how do I approach someone? How do I? How do, I, how do I find someone? How do I, how, do, how can I not be too forthcoming? And, or I'm trying, I tried this and I tried that and nothing's working. And so how do I, how do I find someone in a relationship? And I would say you don't need to try to force it and you don't need to, like, I think when you find the right person, um, it's going to be so much simpler, simpler than you ever imagined. So just in our case, so I was with my brother, and I, we're, I was trying to find some girl that I could rescue out of a club because I know <laughs> they shouldn't be in clubs. Don't say that. <clears throat> I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't go. I was not a clubber. <laughs> uh, she was clubbing, though. Uh-huh. Just like for three months of my life. <laughs> Yeah. So actually, my brother drug me, you know, not, I'm not saying I'm going to, didn't ever go to any clubs, but I wouldn't want to go that night. And he literally drugged me out there. Some of y'all have heard some of the story. I won't go through it all, but, um, but I'd seen Tammy a couple of times. And, and, but to me, I just thought, man, she's too pretty. You know, I kind of know where my, uh, I know my range. You know, I'm like, I, I might could reach there, but, you know, I might, you know, but she was definitely out of my league or out of my range. So, and, and what does that mean? That just means, just means to me it means I'm definitely going to get rejected and I don't I I can't handle that rejection so I'm not going to do that then along comes my brother and uh and he he's ready to go I'm I'm ready to go he's not ready to go and then you walk by us I'd already seen you several times and I'm like so I said hey look at her and so he he just doesn't want to go so he's like man ask for a dance and like negative you know like the last thing I need on my way out of here tonight is another rejection just get me out of here but long story short, you know, because I didn't want Gabe to ask you because that was his last resort. You know, you're like, I'll ask her to dance with me. I'm like, negative. And so I asked you, and it was just awesome. It you know? Was. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just, I mean, it's just easy. It wasn't, I mean, um, it wasn't all weird and awkward and difficult. And, uh, you know, and so we danced a little that night, and then, you know, and in my mind, I'm excited, but I'm hoping that I'm thinking, I don't know if she's that excited or not, you know? So I got your phone number and then you were going to the beach. Was it the next day or mm-hmm. if you, it was. yeah, you were going to the beach. And, I, and so, so now I'm going to the beach. So yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I was going to the beach too. Maybe I'll see you out there. Well, I don't think I was going, but I was going then. And then I look for you all day the next day at the beach and 
I found you. But while I was looking for you at the beach, I was scared. And then Gabe saw you in the, uh, at the beach, and he's like, oh, there she is. And I'm immediately I'm afraid because I'm like, man, she might have been drunk or something. You know what I mean? Something. No. Right, yeah, I know I know you weren't, but I'm just <laughs> saying, you know, but I'm thinking she may not like, she seemed to like me last night, but now I got to face rejection again. She may not like me today. You know, I don't know. I don't know. And so. And I was looking for you all day that you didn't know that. Yeah. And so then we met and it was great. And then we talked and then. We went to the movies that night. That night. (laughs) Yeah. And then, you know, we sat around talking and, and, you know, and it hasn't been rosy. We just talked about the last month, you know. (laughs) So it hasn't been wonderful and rosy the whole time. But I had to overcome this fear of rejection. And it's brutal. That's the hard part about rejection is it's it's like it's rough, you know, and sometimes rejection means nothing. I guess it always means something, but sometimes it doesn't hardly mean anything about us. Doesn't necessarily mean we need to change. Doesn't necessarily mean anything's wrong with us. Doesn't necessarily mean a lot of things or it might. You know, rejection may actually mean that. I've forced someone to reject me, you know, but eventually. I feel like they're rejecting me. They actually may be loving me, you know, loving me by just meaning that they can't keep helping me do the selfish things I'm doing. And so, so rejection's incredibly painful. I've never gotten better at handling it, but the one thing I have learned over the years is that is that when I feel it, I have to be willing to face it and and. And the way, kind of the way I quit myself to face it is just to know that, you know, if I, if it's bad news, if I don't win, if I lose, if I get rejected, I can, I'm going to learn something, maybe, you know, and maybe, maybe what I learn is if, if I'm willing to self, you know, examine myself, this is the first thing I should do. I may learn that it was actually my fault. Like it was really something I did. And then that means that maybe that's something I need to change so I can become better for it, you know, or maybe I learned that it was something in someone else. And the wonderful thing about when God's involved in something is that it's best for everyone. So if it's like, it's like, if it's, if it's not best, I mean, I became aware of this years ago, but it just hit me again more recently. We were talking about it last night. That if something's not best for everyone, it's not best for anyone. So I kind of learned that in my own life that that if instead of always trying to make sure I get my way or that I win, that I'm that I have to be if 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 someone's going to lose in in this relationship, business deal, um, family. Uh, transaction, whatever, you know, whatever relationship we're in, if someone has to lose, I'd rather it be me. Where before it's like, if someone's going to lose, it's going to be you. I'm winning, you know, and I'm going to find my way to winning. So now it's like, you know, I'd, I'd rather be taken advantage of than to take advantage, if that makes sense. So I want it to, I want it to be best for everyone involved. And, and so I try to take that approach in life. But then I, just recently it, it occurred to me that if God's involved, it is best for everyone. And if it's not best for everyone, God's not going to be involved. But best for them sometimes means, you know, one person needs to change. 
you know, and the other person does it. Or, or sometimes it means we both need to change or, or there's, there's different scenarios. So, so you have, to, I guess I'm trying, what I'm trying to say is you, you have to have a better understanding of rejection. I do, uh, to be okay with risking facing it because otherwise I won't risk facing the rejection. And, and, and essentially I, I reject my, I reject love in my life is what I'm doing because I'm afraid I'm going to get hurt. And in our case, you know, it's, and so, so if you're, if you're a young man, you're a young woman, you're looking for relationships, you know, it's okay to, to get rejected. And if you get rejected, you know, I get young men like, man, I, I've reached out to like four girls and all four of them rejected me. I can't take it anymore. This is brutal. You know, I'm like, man, just keep like, or I found this one girl and she, you know, she's, she seems nice and, and all this is good, but this is really bad. And when you get into it, it's like, man, this is not good. F- this is nothing good here. Like y'all are just both afraid of getting rejected and you both found someone that's willing to take you based on these conditions and you're both playing games. And this isn't, this isn't what God's not in this. It's not best for everybody. Right. And, and if you would be willing to say, Hey, you know what? present the truth and if they if that means that they don't want to be with you anymore you have to be okay with being rejected because you love them and then when you find somebody the right person you're gonna be you're gonna think if you're like me you're gonna think man i'm about to get rejected like like i was sure you were gonna reject me right but guess what it was just so so easy ever since you know compared to so hard all of the time but uh we had a comment on this one that i thought was a good one and what um go ahead the comment was, if someone doesn't care for us, don't give them the power to hurt you. Yeah. And so then you got to ask, and this is the the most common response to rejection is, I don't care. And that's honestly, I still do that. You know, even like, even like in the last uh, month of our rough go in my mind, I'm thinking, you know what, I don't care. Not that I, I'm... Not that I don't care about you, but I don't care that it's hard right now. Like, or I don't care this or, you know, because it's, because it's so hard to deal with it. I'm just not going to care. That's like a scapegoat. And it's, it's, it's an easy way out to just say, you know what, um, I don't care. But then how do you do that? How do you not care? And so the, 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 the way you do that is you have to decide you don't care about, ultimately, you don't care about the person. You don't care any about anyone but yourself. And if you only care, think with me for a second here, okay? But if if when you find people who only care that other people think well of them, they are the people who say they don't care. In other words, if you don't think well of me, I no longer care about you. And here's the hidden the hidden trap within that is that I really didn't care about you to begin with. I never cared about you. So there's something broken in me when I don't, when I, when my solution is to say, you know, so in this comment, they say, if someone doesn't care for us, don't give them the power to hurt you. Well, how do you not give someone the power to hurt you? You don't care about them and you don't care about anything they say, say, do or think, well, what's the truth in all of this? The truth is you don't have the power to keep someone from hurting you. I mean, the only power you have is to not care or to completely separate yourself from them 
and get away from them. Now you have the power to do that, but I'm talking about hurting feelings or people being able to, 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 you know, so they're so essentially they're saying, Hey, I don't care what you think because you don't think well of me. But if, if I love you, then I do care what you think. I'm just not so concerned about you thinking well of me. But when I, when, when I, when my, when my disposition is, I want everyone to think well of me, I'm living a fear-led life, and my only response to rejection is to not care. And then what happens is when I stop caring what other people think, I stop loving the people around me, I get rejected by everyone because no one wants to be around an unloving person. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I think that they're just pretending or like in in our case whenever – you know, we went through this for the last month. Um, just in my mind thinking, well, I don't care. You know, I don't care that this is happening. But that's that's a, me pretending. And I think if people stay in that, that it hardens their heart. It gives them a calloused heart. Then, Yeah. I didn't know you were saying that. No, you, said, you said it. Yeah, but I'm allowed to say it. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like... <laughs> I don't care. It doesn't matter. I don't care. So what if you don't care? Don't start. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but it does harden your heart, and it that's does. what we do. And, and hard hearts are weak. Right. Hard hearts are not strong. Right. Like, we harden our hearts. It's, thank you for... Because I was struggling to communicate this, and that's a great way to say it. You know, it, it, when we harden, we harden our hearts thinking we're making ourselves tougher, mm-hmm. but we're making ourselves weaker. Right. You know, and and... and so what do you do? You soften your heart, you know, and which means, you know, I do care. And because I do care, I let you know, because I, not that I, and that not that I so much that I care, you think well of me, I care about you. I, I do care what you think of me because I want to have influence in your life. You know, I want to be able to speak into your life. It matters to me what people think of me. You know, I don't, I don't, I think this idea that we don't give any people power over us by not caring what they think, well, then you don't care about people. So if you care about someone, I care about you, right? So I'd care what you think of me. But if I only care that you think well of me, anytime you don't think well of me, I, I have to not care about you anymore, you know? Or if I really care what you think of me and you don't think well of me, I got to ask, why do you think that? And it may be, and at least in our case, it's normally means something's wrong with me and I can change it. And I can get in the business of changing. So hard hearts or weak hearts, soft hearts, or strong hearts. And um, there's one other comment here that was uh, someone was just sharing a scripture, but I thought it was a great uh, scripture to touch on. And the scripture is John 15, 18 through 20. If the world hate you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. Remember the world, sorry, start over. Remember the word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my saying, they will keep yours also. Think of Jesus Christ and remember before they reject you, they rejected him. Yeah. And then here's what, 
here's the mistake I, I've made and I see people make sometimes is we take this and instead of thinking of Jesus Christ, meaning that he was perfect in love, they rejected him for loving. And so before we just, so this is wonderful in its true intent, but I wanted, I like this comment because it also, if you look at this, it's revealing something else also, I believe. And that is that before we can suggest they rejected Jesus, they're rejecting me, they're the problem. We have to make sure we're loving like Jesus loved. Now, we can't love perfectly as Jesus loved perfectly, but if we're willing to self-examine a little bit, normally we can find some things for sure where we failed to love them like Jesus loved them. And But if if we've done all of that, once we've done all of that, and we truly are doing the best we can to love someone, and then that loving them, that going to the, the boss like we talked in the previous podcast or and saying, hey, there's things in here that need to be changed. When that kind of loving gets you rejected, there's no shame in that. There's literally no shame in that. So that's when we can really identify with Christ. We say they rejected him. And, yes, the world, the world rejected Jesus because the world is fear and it is selfishness and it's me first and it's me without regard for everyone else, and the world doesn't care about anyone else, and the world puts itself on top and everybody else below is striving to get on top and pull everybody else down, where love is, 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 it wants to lift everyone around it. It doesn't want to be first. It, 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 it'll put itself last. And so when we do that and, we've, and we're rejected for loving, there's no shame in that. And so, so rejection's hard. Um, I haven't found a great way to, to. Uh, I mean, I still feel terrible every time I'm rejected by everyone. Every time, I mean, it's simple. I gotta, I gotta just throw this in there. You know, um, I do the videos, and I, before I post them, I'm always like, "Tane, what do you think of that video?" And I'm asking you because I want your honest opinion. And you're the one person I can trust to give me your honest opinion. Like, there's not a lot of people I send that video to because everybody else be like, "Oh yeah, that's great," and you know, it's not great at all. But and, and so I still need your honest opinion. I've told you this before, but I still need your honest opinion. But it doesn't matter when I ask you for your honest opinion. You're like, well, Kenny, you know, it was pretty good, but that's going to confuse people or this isn't right. I'm like, what the heck, man? Like, I worked on that forever. What's wrong with you? You know, and, and I'm mean, just, it just, it, I just feel rejected. I don't know what it is. But what do I do? I go back in the garage, you know, where I'm shooting these things. And and I sit down and I try to shoot another one. I do another one. And anyway, we get it done. And, I, and you're like, yeah, that's way better. And then I look at the one I almost posted. And then I look at the, the new one. I'm like, thank God I didn't post that. And thank you for rejecting me. <laughs> it's not rejecting. <laughs> no, you're not. It's just, you're really not. I just know your heart and your intent. And when it doesn't come across as what I know you're trying to do, then. Yeah. Then. But somehow I still feel like it's rejection. <laughs> So I don't know how to get that part yeah. out, right? But um, it's okay to feel rejection, but then you got to stop, put the play, put the thing in park, check yourself, you know, get the log out of your eye, see what you can learn from it, and uh, and most people you can work with, but and then some people are going to be the one that are just going to be all the world, and all the love in the world is just to, it's going to force them to reject you, and that is the boundary of love at play 
You know what I mean? That is, you're not having to ask these people. You don't need boundaries for these people or anything. They don't want nothing to do with you anymore because you love them. And they are, they are rejecting you. And, um, because love requires it, they either have to change or reject, but we got, but man, we got to be careful with that. We got to make sure our heart's right. Right. Does that make sense? And I would just add that in my life, when I've experienced rejection about different things that I, my mom had taught me to always go to the God's word to see, you know, to match that with the circumstances, find a scripture and Romans eight twenty eight comes to my mind. All things work together for the good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. And I think that when I feel rejection, um, that I have to remind myself that even if the rejection that I felt was clearly not right, like you said, I got to check my heart, see if, you know, if it was right, then I got to change. But even if it clearly wasn't right, then God can still turn it around for my good and work it out for my good. Maybe, like you said, maybe I can learn something from it or I can see that I need to change and I change. Um, But no matter what, I need to continue to trust God and know that in His perfect timing and then that He will either change the situation around or I just need to keep trusting Him that He has something better in store for me. That's right. That's how love works. You know, and just when we quit loving, when we get we get afraid of all of that, because that's hard stuff. You know, that's not easy stuff. Then we take the will, and we don't can't do rejection more. And then we get off in the woods somewhere, and we figure out why God put me here. He didn't put you there. We put ourselves there. Right. Right. Okay, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Right Fight Podcast. Trust God's word no matter what, and keep your eyes on the horizon. Thanks for listening to The Right Fight Podcast. Make sure to check out Kenny's book, The Right Fight, for more on how to live a loving life. It's available on their website, shieldsofstrength.com, Audible, and all digital platforms. If you have any questions for the podcast, you can email support at shieldsofstrength.com and put podcast as the subject. And make sure to follow Kenny on Instagram and TikTok at John Kennedy Vaughn. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.